Hello, welcome to today's podcast. Over the last week or so, I was going to say few weeks, but that's not true. It feels longer. (laughs) But um, over the last week or so, I've really been called to, I felt like an inner desire, an inner need to really refine what I was eating and drinking over the last few years, especially at the start of lockdown, I noticed that there was a lot more comfort food that was coming into my diet, a lot more grounding foods, uh, a lot more numbing foods, numbing foods being salt, sugar, fat. And there's been so much emotional, mental clearing that's been happening and intensity and survival mode that food can really play a part and especially for those of us who have our natural our natural <laughs> don't mean that our numbing mechanism of choice our coping mechanism of choice is food it can be something that we lean on more heavily when things feel wonky either internally or externally or both and certainly that's been the case because during lockdown, not only was I uh, a mum at home, a single mum at home with my son, uh, I was also self-employed, but I was also going through a custody battle. And through all of those things altogether, I, I was doing my best. And even as a nutritionist, I did not approach this in terms of I have to be perfect all of the time I did the best that I could and the reason that I'm sharing this with you is because I I know so much about what my body likes and doesn't like what it needs what it doesn't need and yet even in the even with all of that knowledge there are moments and times when comfort eating is my go-to and that is part of my patterning it's actually the whole of my family have this pattern too so it's a learnt behavior and when things get really wonky and intense we do the best very best that we can and what I've noticed lately is that those mechanisms, those things that have been supporting me didn't feel like they were useful anymore, didn't feel like I needed to rely on them. Uh, and yes, of course, I have my meditation practice, I do uh, the essential oils, uh, you know, I've got a really solid journaling practice. But when your survival mechanism is really put into question, when things feel absolutely overwhelming, there if we don't put in the tools and the practice beforehand, then when crunch time happens, it can feel well it's too it's too difficult in those moments to start a new habit. In fact, I would say it's impossible um to try and create a, a new habit that feels self loving when you're in survival mode. At their core, they are two different frequencies and they're very difficult to merge together when you're activated in the survival mode or uh, intense anxiety of any kind. And so in the last week or so, I've definitely felt a shift of solidity and I've, I've absolutely been working on 
uh, what to do when I'm feeling in in survival mode, what to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed, what are my habits, what are my, how is my relationship to my inner child. And there is an increasing sense of deep solidity within my being. And this is emanating out to my relationship with food. And I've always understood, for a long time, being a nutritionist, I know that there is a correlation between what we put in our mouths and how we feel. Emotions and food are such an intrinsically linked experience that when you work with me on your nutrition, we always talk about how are you feeling and what do you do with your emotions. Because if you want to be uh, healthy and feel healthy, then your relationship to your emotions also needs attention and it's a process it takes time there's so much learning that can happen when you start looking at your food and your relationship to food and your relationship to nourishing yourself that's a big deal to know to learn to nourish yourself with intention and awareness and love those are some really big shifts in the way that food is talked about in society, the way that food is used within our family systems and our coping mechanisms. And in the last week or so, my body has been craving nutrient density. And so I've um, started to juice and I've been juicing two to three times a day as well as having uh, lunch and breakfast and I have noticed such an incredible shift in energy. Now, bearing in mind, I am a projector in human design terms. And projectors, are, everybody talks about projectors needing to nap. Um, projectors needing to ha- take some time out to be quiet and go within and maybe even close their eyes. And whilst that has place in my life, and whilst that is true... I've noticed that uh, as a single mum, as a some a business owner, I, I don't really have the time to have a nap every day, not during school hours. It's a lot. So I know that uh, historically I have used nutrient-dense food, plant-based nutrient-dense food, to really support me feeling full of energy. And I'm an active person. I'm somebody who really, really enjoys being physically active and you need energy in order to do that. In fact, you need energy to think, you need energy to move, you need energy to create change in your life, uh, to pursue your goals, your passions, your everything you need energy for. And the most efficient and effective way, unless you have some chronic gut condition is to fill your body full of nutrient dense food so crowd add in nutrient dense food so all the plant-based food like fruits and vegetables and pulses and things like that and crowd out the ones that uh deplete you say uh bread and cakes and pastries and pasta and things like that And I've noticed such a massive change in my energy levels and clarity of thought and ability to just 
feel like no matter what happens during my day, I have the energy to be able to put towards it. And also the quality of my sleep has improved. Uh, the ability to just show up differently for the tasks that I've got to do. My patience has improved. My mood has improved. And that's an interesting thing to say as a nutritionist, as somebody who's still a practicing nutritionist and sees clients, because automatically you as a client would be thinking that I have to be perfect. But actually what I know to be true is that every single time that I explore these parts of the wonkiness of emotional support through eating um, processed food or any type of numbing food. Uh, my experience and my understanding, my level of clarity about how these mechanisms work, they deepen. So it's not for nothing. In fact, I would say it's a really, really important part of me deepening my knowledge and understanding of how these mechanisms and patterns work so that I can show up even more effectively for you too. My motto has always been, you eat today for how you want to feel tomorrow. And whilst we are working through big emotional clearing, that's tricky because we're thinking about the emotional pain that's in the current moment and how it feels so uncomfortable that you want to release yourself from that discomfort immediately. So we turn to things like salt, sugar, fats, so chocolate and crisps and things like that to try to uh, create an altered emotional and uh, physiological state within the body. And it works, it's effective. The problem is the, the more you do it, the more it takes, uh, like any sort of addiction or drug of choice, the more you need to create the same sort of feeling. And that's why we end up putting on weight when we're having emotional issues. Or you may be somebody who, uh, whose stomach, when you're going through something really intense, your stomach uh, tightens and feels uneasy and therefore you go off of food. They're very similar mechanisms. They're both a way of trying to control the inner discomfort that's happening. And... At the moment, what I want to focus on more and more is the inner strength. That feeling that no matter what happens, you can go inside of yourself and know that there's that inner strength in order to be able to show up in your life in the way that you want to. So, for example, I've had a quite a few clients. <laughs> it's really incredible absolutely incredible I've had quite a few clients who have come to me very very unhappy um, having issues with their relationship with food wanting to improve their diet wanting to improve how they feel their energy levels their tiredness their clarity of thought their apathy apathy is can be really linked to um, the types of food that you eat also and so we start on this journey together. We started on this journey together. And over the course of, I think normally for them, we were working with sort of about eight weeks, eight to 12 weeks. 
And over the course of that time, they started to feel stronger, clearer, more um, aligned with themselves. Um, and what happened with those particular people is that they started to show up in their lives differently. Uh, they had more clarity of thought. They had more courage of their own convictions they felt stronger internally and when you feel stronger you feel less helpless right that's an obvious thing to say but when you show up in your life and you feel less helpless you can then create change and there was this one particular woman who was in an extremely abusive relationship very very toxic and throughout our time together she had felt very much like she couldn't create any change. She felt weak and powerless uh, and therefore was using food as a coping mechanism, as numbing to deal with the intense discomfort, inner discomfort that she was feeling. And so throughout the course of the time of us working on her, uh, her food and her mindset, she started to feel a lot, lot stronger. And at the end of us working together, she had the inner strength in order to leave her husband and from that, remove herself from that really toxic and very, very destructive relationship. And that's the power that nurturing our food and ourselves can have. And I've seen it happen time and time again, not necessarily everyone leaving their husbands, that's absolutely not what I mean. But finding that inner strength to meet your day with clarity and with conviction, to show up for your the, the purposes and the passions in your heart and the life that you want to create, it all takes energy. To create change takes energy. And if we're not feeding ourselves properly, if we're not lovingly giving ourselves the nutrients that our bodies crave, then it's going to have a negative and detrimental impact on us. So that's not to say that what you're doing, if you're using comfort food at the moment, is wrong. It's just a sign that there's something that's out of balance that needs your attention and guaranteed that it's going to be an emotional a relationship with something that's emotional within you that's out of balance that either you're not quite ready to come face to face with yet and to look under the carpet and check out what's going on or it might be that uh, there's a situation that you can't shift or change and so you're doing the best that you can in every single one of these changes in every single one of these experiences and um, situations that I'm describing the most powerful and efficient thing because I know there's a lot of you who listen to this podcast who like to be efficient like I do <laughs> the the best thing that we can do for ourselves is add in what we like and crowd out the things that we've been using to um, numb and support ourselves so you don't, you're not left with this feeling of de depravity. You're not left feeling like you're missing out on something, that you need something, that you have to have something and you're sacrificing yourself uh, in some way. 
because that's when the even more exaggerated maladaptive behaviors come in because then you're like well what's the point of my life what am I doing here because actually uh, I can't even have the nice things that I want like a, a mince pie or <laughs> whatever your favorite um, your favorite um, food is in these moments so we add in especially water especially plant-based foods greens are really important if you can juice one juice a day I would really recommend that you do add in some carrot some apple some either kale or spinach or uh, cavaliero nero or something like that and then some celery I know that doesn't sound like the most tastiest of Uh, drinks to drink and to be honest it's not but you will absolutely start to notice a really considerable difference in your uh, clarity of thought your energy levels how you're feeling um, and how you show up in your day within a couple of days even maybe like I said earlier the the trick is eat today for how you want to feel tomorrow you know And then add in that glass of water with lemon and ginger or just lemon, squeeze lemon first thing in the morning. So you're hydrating your system. One of the greatest forms of headaches, of fatigue, of lethargy is dehydration. If you're not feeling like you can think clearly, if you're not feeling like you um, can get up and go and do stuff, it could well be because you are dehydrated and you just need to drink some water. And I know that's a thing. Everyone talks about drinking water and how important it is, but it's not until you you start doing it that you realise, oh, hang on a second, (laughs) there's something to be said here. And as we go through into the winter season, it becomes even more important to drink water because the heating's on, it's a lot more dry in the air, there's uh, a lot less desire to drink water because it's cold and a lot of us who have in human design a hot food digestion, we we prefer to drink things like um, herbal teas and things like that, which are all good too. But there's generally a less of an awareness of drinking water during the winter months um, and that can play into uh, some of the symptoms with seasonal affective disorder as well. The last thing I wanted to say about nutrition and food and how that impacts how we feel is as through any form of change the body changes too and if you're going through some big, deep emotional changes that are happening or things coming to the surface, then the body also is craving nutrient density. It needs water. So imagine that your whole system is an electrical circuit and electricity flows at its greatest and most efficient way when it's filled with water. It it's easily passed through water and your brain is the same your nervous system is the same so think about as you're when in those moments when you're really going through some big deep emotional excavation or some things are happening um, instead of reaching for that glass of wine at the end of the day which is you know has its place 
start off your day with a big glass of water and see if you can drink that um, maybe a couple of those also throughout the day and it will help your body uh, with those thought processes thought processes as you go along and for those of you who are uh, more spiritually inclined I want to offer you this thought which is at our core we are the same as mother earth we need nutrients just like this her soil needs nutrients to help the fruits and vegetables and trees to survive and grow so do we we are made of the same stuff and so i want you to think of yourself like a a plant <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit more emotionally complicated plant but a plant nonetheless and just like a plant needs certain conditions to thrive so too do we and for those of you who are through a certain stage of blossoming and blooming you'll know that when the plant doesn't have the right nutrients in the soil, the right approach, the sunlight, the nature, all of that kind of stuff, you'll see that it starts to affect how it blooms and how it shows up. And and the same works for you too. And the more you do your emotional clearing, the more we are moving into this different paradigm, this new way of living and thinking and being, our bodies are going to require different things from us. They're going to require us to come from a self-loving place because all of the stuff that we are clearing and moving through is designed for us to create a really, truly, deeply ceremonial relationship with our body that honours it, that honours its needs and desires and all of those incredible things. So... We're moving more and more into a time where our, body, our bodies want and need to be honoured. They need to be nourished and nurtured and loved and cared for. Just like our emotions, just like our minds, just like our hearts and our purposes. It's just another aspect of that. And I work in the four body system, which is mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And a lot of what we focus on in the spiritual world is this spiritual and mental side, well, spiritual mostly, really. But we can't have a clear conduit for spiritual energies or growth or anything like that when the body feels depleted and undernourished. It's a complete system when we're working with all four of those. So I, I'm going to encourage you to add in more plant-based foods into your day like what's the worst that can happen <laughs> you go to the loo a little bit more which is great incidentally for your bowels anyway and your colon will thank you your gut health will thank you um so add in some more greens add in some more water see if you can juice once a day and start to notice the difference in inner strength and clarity of thought and energy as we go through this Scorpio season into the new year. All right, take care. Let me know if you need anything. Uh, remember, I do one-to-one -one nutrition consultations and support. 
So if you are somebody who needs a little bit more hand-holding or loving and nurturing and you want to explore one-to-one consultation with me, then please reach out. And in the meantime, enjoy those broths. Enjoy your noodle soups. Enjoy the changing of the seasons and connecting with the root vegetables and the nutrients within the soil in that way too. Take care. Lots of love. And I'll see you soon.